Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. Yeah, we're going global this time. We did mention yesterday we had uh, Asia's next top model. Now, why not bring an Asian icon? Now, we had her on the show um, sometime, I think it was last year, had a great time, played a few games with her, and we love her for her honesty, we love her for her wisdom as well. Ladies and gentlemen, coming straight from Japan, she's joining us, the one and only Maria Osawa. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. You are looking so cute. I love it. I love it. You look amazing. How have you been? Because you're good, in Japan now. How are you? Huh? How are you? Good, good, good. I'm very good. I'm very good. Actually, I'm in Japan right now. So, yeah, everything is like so different here. Is, is that from your what? end? Is, <laughs> the, 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 the episode is gonna be hot that's the reason for that but hi how you okay. doing maria how you been like you say you say it's so different over there how is it different like what's the situation like in japan yeah well actually the prime minister just lifted our quarantine lights mm-hmm. yesterday oh so officially in japan right now we're back to normal wow okay. but, nice yeah but still, we're saying that we since we never had the lockdown, people are not really that, not taking it too seriously. Like they they think it's like it's okay because it's Japan. But then, in reality, the prime minister is like saying, even though the quarantine life is lifted, just like please stay home, don't try to go out, and all the business will be back to normal. But like try not to use the train and like that caution, lots of caution. Yeah, well, you know, in Japan, the mass transit is very effect- efficient, effective, and a lot yeah. of people use the train. So, yeah. So, yeah. how was that? I mean, the adjustment that you guys are doing, that's actually pretty big, right? I know, right? So, I think they're going to um, change the business hours. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they try every office or every district, they're going to change what time they're going to have to go inside the office so that mm-hmm. people won't have to cross over each other on in the train and stuff like that wow that is maria that's effective were you in japan when all of this blew up because you do live in the philippines no. that's why we got to hang out with you and yeah. then you know you of course have your place in japan as well what made you fly to japan and when did you fly there did you go there before the lockdown here in the philippines happened um no actually i was still in the philippines and then my partners were like saying all this like new pandemic is like really serious and then we have to shut down our lounge and Mm -hmm. i have two lounges right so yeah it's both shut down now and then it was like mid-march i think and i was still in the philippines and then i was really worried about my family and friends here in Japan and I was like talking with Jose my my boyfriend like I was asking him is it okay if I would fly back to my country and see how it is and then like my my dad was really worried about me and then he would see the news in the Philippines and it's getting worse and worse and then they were like saying if you can't do anything before the airport shuts down can you just come back once and see how it goes? Hey, okay so so I came back to Japan around 
mid-April. Mm. And yeah, it was crazy in the airport. Like, we have to do those checkups, right? So did they yeah. test you for that? Like, hmm? they had to put the thing on your nose? Yeah, yeah. When you arrive in Japan, they ha- everybody has to do that. And then even in the airport, people who are Japanese was the only one who could be allowed to ride in the airplane, like Anna and Jav. Mm. So they were mm-hmm. saying, why are you going back to Japan? Why were you in the Philippines? What's your business? And all this, like, 200 questions that you have to answer. And when you wow. get to the- yeah, and then when you get to the airport, they're all like, are you really the citizen? And checkups really, really strict. And then the the, the nose thing. <laughs> and, then you, and then they were like saying, from the moment you land in Japan, two weeks you have to do the strictly stay home mm-hmm. rule, mm-hmm. the quarantine life. And then after two weeks, they say you can go outside, but then still, like, you know, people are like, afraid won't go around you or near you if they know that you just flew back in mm-hmm. yeah of course wow. i think that's also why japan was able to really contain and manage this whole thing it's because not only was your government like really on it but you guys as a people i mean that's why everyone loves japan you guys are very disciplined <laughs> and very considerate of each other so i i, I think you. that's a good thing that you know they were also moving yeah. around like trying to avoid people as much as possible mm-hmm. that's for the safety of everyone so when you got back and you had that two-week strict like self-isolation, what were yeah. you doing to pass the time? Because you're such a busy body. Like you love running your businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Last time we spoke, you're you're into you love going out, being able to yes. meet new people, explore. Mm-hmm. So what were you doing for two weeks? It was yourself? so good. Actually, before the two weeks here in japan i had like a whole month in the philippines not being able to do anything Mm -hmm. so that was really hard but then again like i would support my like friends did the business and then like you know everybody's like doing this and that so before the how do you say the lockdown started Uh, i went to yeah jose's house and then we were both like thinking what we can do together talking about the business staying home 24 hours is I never knew it was this hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard. I mean, did, what, what are the things that you've done to fight boredom? Yeah. Um, what cooking every day? Cooking, okay. <laughs> and- cooking, drinking at the house, but then the alcohol ban was like really strict in Parniak area. Mm. Uh huh. So we could maybe around like after two weeks after lockdown in Philippines, I think we weren't able to buy any alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was going crazy. Also. <laughs> <laughs> A sober Maria got everybody crazy. All right, but you know, um, two weeks no alcohol, mm-hmm. and of course you're learning how to cook. Your your boyfriend is a wonderful chef. He's chef a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe I gained a little weight. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you didn't. No, 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 no. You, you you got a little hair color. That's different from the last yeah, yeah, time we yeah, spoke yeah. to you. It came out. It, it used to be green, but then now that all the salon is still closed, I can't go get my hair done. <laughs> oh, the salons are closed in Japan as well. Um, it's starting to open up from yesterday, but then it's not like everything is back to normal yet. So, uh-huh. and then 
in the news they were like saying just because the quarantine is lifted if we all go out in the same time it's gonna be bad news right people mm. are gonna yeah so i'm just waiting for it to die down like maybe next week or two weeks i'll go to the house I'll, I'll go start going outside Wow, sana all, sana all of <laughs> Japan, sana all. But okay, fast forward, you're in Japan now. I mean, so you had to be by yourself for two weeks. Have you gotten to see your family since you you um, got back? How are they? Not, How's everyone? Not yet. I've been I've been talking with my dad almost every maybe every other day, but I haven't visited them yet because mm. okay. they don't live in Tokyo. The city so i have mm-hmm. to really get in the train and then like maybe it's like an hour an hour or so far away so i'm still just waiting for everything to die down first because i don't want to go in a um, train that's like you know stuffed mm-hmm. with a lot so, of people so after that i'll go visit them all right you know you did mention cooking now what are the dishes yep. that you've come to discover are you cooking filipino food or are you cooking oh. japanese food yes i've i've tried some filipino dishes like i like soupy stuff so maybe what did i i tried mongo making mongo oh, okay oh. <laughs> how was and it <laughs> it was actually good and like sinigang <laughs> and i'll make it like a little twist and uh, what did I do? Adobo. Because we in Japan, we have a very similar dish from adobo. So, I tried mm-hmm. to like arrange that. It was good actually. I was like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm good at cooking. <laughs> you do discover new things and you do discover your strengths and talents during this whole quarantine. A lot of people have been realizing, hey, I can cook. Like, not I just know, to survive. Right? I can actually cook and it's actually yummy. But aside from cooking, what else have you been doing to stay entertained? Have you been reading? Have you been binge watching uh, yeah. like everyone else? Like, what have you been into? Um, well, back in the Philippines, everybody was in um, Zoom, right? Like Zoom, mm-hmm. like drink towards that. That was fun. That was something new because I don't really like talking on the phone with people. Like, I, I rather text, right? Mm. But then the yeah. video call trend was like really something really new and re- good also because of course I miss my friends, I miss my partners, I miss everything. But then through that new technology, you could connect with people and that was really fun. Something new for me also. Did you have any reunions like with, with people that you haven't seen in a while? Who are like the key people that really... Yeah. Actually, there was like a class reunion through Zoom and I was supposed to go to one of my high school friends' wedding, mm-hmm. but almost mm-hmm. it got cancelled. So they were having like this like, not a wedding, but then something similar through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then the company that they were asking for the wedding ceremony, that was their idea. They were like saying, since it's like this time, Let's just like think something positive, and then they were like, everything is getting canceled, but through this like Zoom and like, for example, like TikTok, and they could like collab, and they're like thinking all these new stuff, and it's like really interesting. TikTok, are you into that, Maria? TikTok. Are you doing are you doing some TikTok dances? Um, actually, no. I just like to watch everybody. Everybody posts every day like 10 videos, right? Mm. And it's really, really fun looking at it. But then I don't think I could do it because they're really good at like, you have to act too, Mm -hmm. right? 
I'm not good at acting. So. <laughs> that would have been a, a cool... Oh, you could totally do it. <laughs> She's going to probably try to open an account now. But yeah, so how yeah, about right. staying in shape? I'll download it later. How about staying in shape? Do you work out? Do you have time to work out? When um, you... Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I've been working out almost every day since like that's the only thing I can do every day. <laughs> so... What Jose and I did was that he made his own like um, parking space into a mini gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he, he bought like his own dumbbell and those mat and those like that. I don't know how you call it, but those things that you could push yourself up. Oh yeah, pull up yeah, bar. Yeah, the bar. Yeah, the bar. The bar. Yeah. So he, he was doing that. So I have the yoga mat. So I was doing like yoga and stretch and plank planking and those small stuff. Hey, okay, okay. So for yeah. those that are uh, that are those that are listening, you know, we have Maria Osawa. She's joining us. She's sharing us her life in ECQ, from reading books to working out to cooking, mongo and sinigang. Now, mongo. you know, uh, staying in twenty four hours a day. Was there any self-reflection that's been done or anything that you've discovered about yourself throughout this process? Um, this, well, well, aside from cooking, I never knew that I was an indoor person. Like, I hated staying inside. I think I told you uh-huh. this before when I guessed it in your radio station, but... I'm just yeah. like a complete outdoor person. I love going out, like barbecue, going like hiking and everything. Mm. And so when I had to stay in the house completely locked down in the Philippines, I was like, I have to figure out something to do in the house. And then, but then I have a dog. So staying with a dog, of course, all the pets, like they're all like so happy that their owner is there every day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> your house into a mini gym that was like something like lots of diy stuff like arranging the house like doing making small like dirty like i never thought i could do those sewing type and knitting person but then when i started making like key holders or like earrings it was like oh, maybe this is different part of my side that i never knew mm-hmm. like, and that was that was kind of interesting so will that there is be, interesting. That's nice. Will there be but a Maria Osawa? Will there yeah, be a Maria Osawa sure. merchandise? Will there be a merchandise <laughs> line of earrings and? I should bring some back to Philippines. Right. Yeah, you should. Oh my God, that would sell out so quick. But okay, <laughs> so technically now, Maria, you're in Japan by yourself, right? All your boyfriend is your boyfriend back in the Philippines. He's here with yes, us. He's in the Philippines. He's a. He's in the Philippines, and I think he cannot come to Japan because he's not a citizen. Yeah. I, I myself, I don't think I can go back to the Philippines yet unless the mm-hmm. lockdown is lifted because I'm not a Filipino citizen. So I'm just, yeah. waiting, for the, I'm just waiting for the lockdown to be lifted and all the airplanes to be back to normal. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I am not sure. Even though it's lifted, I don't think I could... Um, all of a sudden go back i think there's gonna be lots of like different checkups like they like they had in japan mm-hmm. so yeah we're just saying we're i'm just hoping it's not gonna be like another like a year from now or something but how are you guys like staying in yeah. touch because that must really suck 
stop. I mean, LDR, you're you know? Now you're, still, you're so used to having him around. You guys hang out all the time, whether it's your house or his house. He cooks for you. You work out together. So how have you guys been keeping in touch, and how have you been as a couple? So, well, it definitely made me realize that LDR couples are, like, something else. Like, it's really hard, like. I've yep. never done LDR before, and I never thought I could do it because it's it's too sad, right? But then now that we're trying to make it work, we we video call like every day before we sleep, and mm. like text each other where we are and stuff like that. And I have a bar here also, so before I go to the bar, I'll be like, oh, I'm going right now. I'll be busy, so I'll call you after and stuff like that. Communication, communication. Communication is always oh. the key. Right? It's always the key. I mean, we do see the boyfriend, you know, Maria, but what we don't know, you know, us here in the Philippines and many of your fans, is that how did the love story begin <laughs> for you guys? Where did you guys meet? How, how did it, you know, um, unfold? Actually... Actually, we met at his bar that he has in BF Parniake. Mm. My friend, well, maybe it was like three or four years ago. My friend that I met through my lounge, her husband was like really close, village friends with him. Mm. So one day, okay. they, were, they were like saying, oh, Maria, since you're new here, I, I know you don't go out that much, but let's go to my friend's bar. So I was like, okay. And I never been to that side, south side. Mm. So it was something discovery also. And then we went to his bar and then he was there. And then we just like, first we were just like friends. Like mm. I'll go to mm -hmm. his bar when I wanted to drink. And then he has his own bar. We have like common friends. And from there, I don't know. It's like, I don't know how it started, but then from there, <laughs> We started to go watch a movie, like dinner, and yeah. <laughs> I love how you're like getting all giddy and like giggly. <laughs> That's so cute. No, and look, fast forward, how many years have you guys been together? Um, this is our third year now. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. awesome, girl. I know. I never thought I would find a boyfriend in the Philippines, and then now we're on our third year, and then now we're doing LDR. Like you can, you can never predict what your life's gonna be. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my goodness! But you know what? I love how you also say kudos to people who have LDRs mm. because long distance relationships are really hard. So imagine, it's, like for you guys, it's like a temporary yeah. thing. You kind of know that it will end like soon, and you'll get to see him. But mm -hmm. other people, like, they really just live apart. They, they can't. Like, That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine, I have, I have a friend who lives in the Philippines. She, her husband works in the States. Mm -hmm. So they, were mm -hmm. only, they could only see each other in the holidays, right? Like, the States, how the Christmas and New Year and Thanksgiving and like that. And then she would always tell me that if once you get used to it, you if you get the hang of it, it's okay. But then... For the first year or two, it's really, really hard because it's like everything's like lots of temptation, mm -hmm. first of all. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. if, you, if you like fight, the next day it's not like you could make up and then like go to dinner. If you fight in LDR, you don't talk to them for like a week. And that's like, it's either you end the relationship there or you just like try harder to make it work. Mm -hmm. And then I would always be like, oh, yeah. That I, I really didn't know how hard it was because I've never tried it. But now, 
it's no joke. <laughs> you know, Maria. You know, for those who are wondering, how are you as a girlfriend? Are you like the the yeah. jealous type? Are you the clingy sweet type? Um, sweet as in like. But I think I'm a cool girlfriend. Like I don't really like you know those type that checks their phone or like tell them to go home immediately. Like I'm, I don't know. As long as they tell me what they're doing or who they're gonna meet or where they're going, I don't really. I'm not a nosy type. I think because mm. I don't mm. want them for them to do that to me also. Oh, okay. like I hate it oh. when I'm like in caged up. Like you know, so. You go yourself, I do myself. Yeah. Yes, you go, Maria. That is truth right there. All the men, that is the truth right there. But that's that's cool. I love how you're like, I'm not a nosy girlfriend. I'm just like, tell me where you are. That's that's good enough for me. That's nice. Kudos to you, girl. When the guys does that, I really, really hate it. It's like, Where's the trust, right? When you see the mm-hmm. cell phone of your boyfriend or your girlfriend, it's like, then why are you together? You know, like that's kind of really weird. I mean, I know sometimes you get worried or like you're a couple, so you 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 have a fight. That's a normal thing. But then being two months like FBI ish is not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So oh my gosh, that's, I love it. Christian here on Facebook Live says, "I want a Maria Ozawa girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> okay, you are girlfriend goals. Don't forget, monsters. You can comment and tweet your questions and messages to Maria at rx931 or on this live. Just don't forget our hashtag Maria Ozawa boots all out. We're finding out life in Japan for her. She mentioned earlier that she has a bar in Japan. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that as well. If you want to know anything about her life, I know we have some fun fan questions over here. This one's really interesting because Maria, I forgot to ask you this when, when you hung out with us. Mm-hmm. But how many tattoos do you have like officially? Like if you were to count per piece. How many tattoos uh, per piece? Um, I have one shoulder per piece. One, two, three, three, four, maybe like five or six. Because mm-hmm. in my back, I have a really big tattoo. And then that's like mm-hmm. different design, different piece, but it's all connected together. So I have like uh-huh. one, maybe two, two or three big pieces that's together and then it's like it's so hard to say but i have a lot Is okay old? she has like five or six if we were to count it how old were you when you had your first tattoo my first tattoo was when i was around maybe like 19 20 20 ish which one is that is it on your back that was the one that i got in my arm because i totally chickened out I, I hate it. <laughs> I was I already had the plan already of having my back full back tattooed but then I really chickened out. I was like, okay, maybe I'll start with the arm, which they say it doesn't really hurt. So mm-hmm. and then I tried it and then it wasn't that painful, like as much as I thought. So I was like, okay, and then the following year I went to get my back first first design done and it was so painful. Mm. Um, I was like shaking and it was so hard to just concentrate. I was like, oh my god, people who get tattoo all over like their head and their like their body parts, it's like so brave and it hurts so much. 
Is there a story behind the tattoos? Is there like... Um... Um, yeah, actually, the one that I have in the back, I have two tigers facing each other. Mm-hmm. And then Lily. And then there's like a mountain river that they're on top of each other. But the thing is, tiger in Japan, there's like a... I think it's one of the Chinese proverbs. They say that they don't go out in a pack like mm-hmm. lions. They're they're always individual. They're very strong when they're alone. I mean, like they're. So I wanted to have that image of myself. Like I was really independent from like forever. Like I was raised independent. I had a brother. I had to take care of my brother, and I went out work very young. Like maybe my first job that I got was like 15. I worked at McDonald's. Oh really? <laughs> And this is in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So I. <laughs> I started working at McDonald's when I was like 15 or something. So I already knew how to do business at early age. Mm. So I always like Tiger because they're always independent and they're always on their own. And that's why I have it on my back. I wanted to be very independent and strong women. Because you're a woman, right? You, I, I wanted mm-hmm. to be very strong. And then the lily is, they say the lily brings out the most beauty in women. In Japan, there's a saying. Mm-hmm. So I had the tiger and then the lily first, meaning like being strong and independent and being beautiful like that. Nice. Okay. We're learning. We're learning. You know. Now the tiger. Yeah, learning. Learning. Yeah. The show. That people. I don't think nobody really knows that I used to work at McDonald's. We're learning <laughs> that too. I mean. Other than that, I love that though. Yeah. The hustle, the hustle in you, I love that because now a lot of people know that, and it's like, girl, she's been <laughs> business-minded since she was a kid. Okay, <laughs> fast food is not an easy industry. Oh my god! No joke. Oh my god, it's so hard. And in commercials are like when you go eat McDonald's, they're all like smiling. And in Japan, there's like a <laughs> phrase that. Even though, even how, even how busy you are, you have to always like keep a smile and then that those stuff. But then, what they say in TV and when you work, really work, it's like all BS. And it's so hard <laughs> because there's so much work to do in McDonald's. I was like, I have so much respect in those food chain <laughs> workers. Like it's, I mean, any job that you do is no joke. It's always serious. What <laughs> no matter what you do, but man, McDonald's that. Taught me a big lifetime lesson <laughs> because they do have a system, you know. There's an organizational system in the kitchen. There's a certain flow yeah. that you gotta follow, and that's what made McDonald's very, yeah. very successful. I never, who would have thought that you have to throw away the French fries after three minutes? I mean, like it has to be warm and crispy, right? Mm. So, but then uh-huh. I kind of ignored it. I went on my own because I thought it was like. I don't want to waste food, right? Mm-hmm. So I just ignore the rule, and then I—I I think I, it was like five minutes or so. It was mm-hmm. a little bit cold, and I gave it out. And then, of course, the customer will like, um, what's clean? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll bring it back. We'll be like, yo, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll bring it back. Yeah, they'll be they'll be bad. They'll be really mad. And then the chief management will be like. So how long has that potato been sitting there? And I'm like maybe five minutes or six minutes, and then I got so scolded. Like I thought it was the end of my life just because I gave out a five-minute potato. <laughs> 
But, you know. See, people don't know that. Oh but my that's God. quality control. You still remember that. Yeah. Like, up to I now, you're like, I remember I was, that time when I gave away cold fries. <laughs> I know, that cold fries. And it was only two minutes. Like, come on, right? But then <laughs> those small rules that they have in McDonald's is no joke. <laughs> And you got it. I mean, you know, other than, of course, doing the fast food, what other jobs were you able to do from there? Um, well, that's what I started off. And I was helping. No, actually, I helped it. I helped my family business. My mother's side, the family, they work in a, a art gallery. They have their own mm-hmm. art gallery in Ginza area. So when I was like around 14 or 15, I would always go there and then they would teach me how to, I can't work, but then to help them and then see how you can work. Mm. So that, and then I think that was like a good, that that made me want to work more. Like I, I love the way that you could go out and then like work for someone and then eventually you could like, you know, own your own business. So back then I was like, I'm gonna do everything that I can do right now, and then I'm gonna own something on my own. Mm. And that kind of um, my dream came true because now I own two lounges in the Philippines and one bar in Japan. So mm. I mean, okay. it, is that the, the, the with the business side? Are you looking to expand the lounges? Are you looking to expand the bar? Uh, actually. In way before the the pandemic started, me and my partners were like saying that we were going to open our third branch in the Philippines, and we were gonna expand. But now everything is on stop. So mm-hmm. as soon as the hotel business starts to open, that's when we can open our lounge too. But then the new normal is really different that we're not i think we're not really allowed to have bars anymore mm-hmm. and clubs mm-hmm. in the philippines so when i go back to the philippines i think i ha- we we have to like talk what we can do from there mm-hmm. like everything will have web- everything will have webcams <laughs> and you guys are going to be oh uh, yeah you know, from afar i mean you yeah. know but you know what? Your many fans and everybody that's watching this interview—that was the first question when we saw you in the Philippines. It started two years mm-hmm. or three years. It was a rumor that you're gonna be here. But the question is, what was the reason? Was it the bar that brought you here in the Philippines? Um. Well, eventually that was the reason why I stayed in the Philippines. But the reason why I went there in the first place is that I had a friend mm-hmm. who were visiting my friend in Japan and then we all got together for a dinner and they were like so Maria Ozawa have you ever been to the Philippines you know you have your own like you have a name value in the Philippines and I was like I only went to Cebu one time like 10 years ago with mm-hmm. my friends so I've never mm-hmm. been to the big city because I live in Tokyo right so why would I have to go to another city something like that and then my friends like just come and try everything is the food's good people are really nice and then um the beach i love the beach so i just tried i think that following year 2015 or something i went there Mm -hmm. with my friend and then from she knew somebody from um what's that i think i guested some local radio station Mm. and Uh and then they're like they're like saying 
So you're here in Manila, blah 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 blah. What are you planning to do? How many days are you staying for vacation? And then, um, one of the bosses mm-hmm. in Resorts World mm-hmm. was listening to that. Mm-hmm. And then they're they're like, "Oh my God, Mario's! I was here." And then I was like saying, "If there's a chance, I would like to work here." And then it's like people are really nice, and then they're friendly, and they speak English, so. It was like perfect for me because if it was yeah. only Tagalog, it would be like you know I'll I'll feel the barrier. But then people in the Philippines really good in English, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if I do something here, I think it's gonna work out like that. All right. So like that, we the boss contact um, the boss contacted my manager there, mm-hmm. and then they were like saying we're having a meeting. I've done bars in Japan before, so. They wanted to open like a Japanese lounge okay. in the Philippines, not like those other bars that everybody would know about. They were like, if you want to work here, do you want to open like a Japanese lounge? So I was like, yeah, 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 let's do that. And then it's been four years since then. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah. that's incredible. I love it. So it was more of like a by chance, but on purpose destiny type of thing. Something Which I think like is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, cuts to how many years you've been in the Philippines. Now that you're in Japan, especially, aside from your boyfriend, what do you miss about the Philippines? Because it is considered, like, your second home already. So, what do you miss? Yes, yes. Well, I miss so much. I mean, like, I miss the friends that I made in the Philippines. And then, I miss everything. Like, the food, of course, I miss the food. The food is so good there. And, I, you know what? I really miss. I miss those um, street food. Oh! Wow! You eat street? Food. What what street food have they fed you, so Maria? Actually, I I've never I never been I never bought it on my own. I never went in the streets actually to buy it. But then the reason why I started to like is because the next to Jose's bar, there's like a people who comes and sell those street food mm-hmm. and then I tried uh-huh. eating balut and isao and those like intestine stuff mm. and it was actually good and well not the balut part I was shocked but <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I was like okay I don't think I could eat the egg but the isao and the sticks barbecue sticks was mm. really mm-hmm. really good because it's one of those tastes that we don't have in Japan like sweet mm-hmm. but spicy and then we don't have barbecue stick for uh, like isa the in- intestine part so that was really really new for me like when you say barbecue sticks in japan it's automatically changed to yakitori mm-hmm. it's all bird yeah. and bird thighs so i've never tried the intestine part and it was really good so that's what i miss i miss the Local stuff. The, pin- <laughs> the, the Pinoy yakitori, as we could say that. Yeah, the, the Pinoy yakitori. <laughs> I miss that. But your food in Japan is so good. Yeah, My I mean, gosh, the chicken skin and the chicken thigh in the convenience yeah. store. Good. That's so good. Well, Filipinos you, are always in the convenience stores in Japan because true, the food true, in the true, convenience true. store. You could live there. <laughs> <laughs> they were like saying the convenience store that we have in Japan is already like a mini restaurant. So yeah, like table and chairs. So they could buy like bentos and cup noodles and all those small stuff, pika pika stuff. And then they could have their own small party already there. 
That's so true. Oh my gosh. And I remember like when we first like just personally when we first walked into a convenience store in Japan, we were like what? <laughs> and then the guy was like, "Yeah, we can cook it for you." And I was what? Like oh my there's God. so many options. This is and then when you ring it up in the cashier, you're like for all of this and then they're like yeah i could eat here like four times a day okay <laughs> speaking life. of the philippines christian wants to know maria you have like a global fan base like you have fans all around the world but how would you describe your filipino fans because everyone in the philippines loves you i mean seriously you're such With a open nice arms <laughs> um describe the filipino fans i think in in a way they're most like aggressive like for example when i'm walking in japan people won't come approach me and like oh can we take a selfie and like you're so beautiful and like you're you're really i love your talent like they come to you and then they talk to you right and then that mm-hmm. was really i like that because i who doesn't like having attention good attention mm-hmm. So, and then I was really surprised that there's lots of female fans also. Mm-hmm. And then they're uh-huh. all like, oh, can we take a... Like, 80% when they come to me and say they wanted to take a picture, it's either a couple or a girl. Mm-hmm. Oh! So that was something different for me. And I was like, how supportive if it's a girlfriend? Because in Japan, it's kind of like taboo when you're with mm-hmm. a boyfriend, girlfriend, and on a date. They don't really go up to celebrities and say, oh, can we take a picture? So I was like, oh my God, how supportive. Even though it's a girl or a boy, it's like their their mind is like perfect. Super supportive. And super, uh, they're, um, how do you say this? Um, very energetic. Mm-hmm. Or you and know, I like that support. You know, they're really nice. You did, mention, nice. you did mention Filipino fans. And we know that you've done films. So you've done a film here, an action film. With, uh, mm, with yeah. Are you going to be doing more action films? I mean, is that the um, new role? The new, the new normal that, for Maria? The new normal. Maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll try doing the acting business again. Maybe. I don't know. Back then when I was filming that um, action, Nila Lang, it was really, it was fun. Like, action is really fun. And then you learn, like, martial arts. And it was nice. So maybe I'll brush up my acting <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could film again. I mean, you did mention martial arts and films. Do you do any mm-hmm. martial arts? Do you know how? Um, before I used to do judo. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. In, when I was like uh, maybe middle school or grade school, I used to do judo for self protection. And then in Japan, when you do judo and kendo, mm-hmm. that's when you have to go to those big police offices and then the police man they are the one who actually teaches you mm-hmm. so it's strictly mm-hmm. religion. like they really tell you how to protect yourself so that was really fun so when i filmed it along all the memories flashback came back to me and i was like this is what i used to love so i i wanna maybe that's a good idea maybe i'll try to bring that back Wow, some films and some martial arts. What's the dream role? What is the dream role for Maria Osawa? If she was dream to, role? yeah, if you were to do a role in a movie or dream film, dream what would it be? Role. Well, uh, that's so hard. Maybe, maybe like, um, uh, comedy. <laughs> 
comedy. Comedy. Because that's the genre that I never tried before. I've tried rom-coms. I tried, I tried scary movies, action movies, like those love triangle movies. Uh-huh. But I've never done comedy slash um, like the telenovela type. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I want to try that. If I have a chance, I would like to do that. Okay, will, will it be in Japan or will it be in the Philippines? Philippines! <laughs> oh, we can't wait to have you back here. I mean, seriously, you've always been such a joy to be around. We actually have a couple of questions. A lot of, speaking of girl fans, you know, one of the things that you have on your Instagram is you post a lot of, like, your beauty, like, your makeup and, and your makeup looks. Yeah. What are some of, like, your favorite go-to makeup looks, especially during this time? Because you know how it can be so easy to just be lazy and not put makeup because you're just at home. So for you, what are some tips that you can give girls so that they feel better about themselves? feel better? Well, it's true, like, at a time like this, you get really lazy and you get depressed and you don't know what to do. But then just to make myself feel better... I put on like a little bit of makeup on and then go by, go to convenience store or walk the dog or whatever I do. I try to just like light myself up and then who doesn't like makeup in if you're a girl, right? So mm-hmm. I, I just do those, one of those um, natural looks just to make my feel, myself feel better. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just like it was maybe it was like normal to take a selfie but now, like, if you have the makeup on, it just, like, makes you feel better. And then I'll just do those light makeup and then try to dress up. Even though it's just going to walk your dog, I'll just, like, dress up a little bit nice. Like, mm-hmm. not just, like, mm-hmm. pajamas all day, right? <laughs> so I'll try to dress up also a little bit and then, like, try to go outside and then just come home. And then, like, you know, just, like, a little bit of those small efforts makes you i never okay. knew that it would make my, my my i didn't know that it would make myself feel better so i try to just like yeah to so, okay. <laughs> it's so, so hard <laughs> to explain in english i think i know but english. <laughs> no <laughs> no but that makes so much sense and people don't realize the little things really do add up and i think that's yeah. such a good point that's such a good point that even if you're just gonna Walk your dog, or let's say you're gonna have a whole day at home and Bye. Yeah, and just go to grocery. Yeah, yeah. That Wear something cute. Different. Yeah. So you know, for those so, that are that are tuning in, we have Maria Osawa. She's coming from Japan. She is, uh, of course, on Facebook Live. If you're watching, you want to watch us. Facebook.com slash rx931 we're discovering a lot you know how maria <laughs> fell in love how long distance relationship has uh. gone and uh, fashion yeah. tips and all that now we are at your home right now is there any mm-hmm. collections that you want to share with us is there anything that you could show us well actually this is i'm living with my friend mm-hmm. one of my mm-hmm. good girlfriends because i used to have a condo but when I started to go to the Philippines, I didn't really come back anymore. So I I sold it. I let go of the condo already. So I don't really have my own place. Mm-hmm. But every time uh-huh. I come back, I'll stay with her. So this is actually her condo. Uh-huh. And oh. I mean, she has like a Luna. She has like a really cute poodle, a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
that somewhere. That's but then that that really makes me miss my dog. I have Apuchan. He's 13 years old. Wow. He's staying, yeah, he's staying with Jose. So, yeah, that's what I miss. Also, I miss my dog. <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask you because the last time you guessed it on the show, you're a self-confessed fur mom. Your fur baby. All the way from Japan, I mean, like, comes with you yeah. to the Philippines, isn't exactly, like, super, super young. Do you FaceTime with, with your fur baby? <laughs> Do you FaceTime? Yes, yes. Actually, uh-huh. actually, like, when I talk on the phone, like, FaceTime with Jose, I will always tell me, I'll, I will always tell him, like, um, can you show Apuchan just a little bit? And then he's, like, sitting <laughs> in his bed. So he'll, like, put up the cover and I'll be like, Apuchan, Apuchan. And sometimes he recognizes my voice mm-hmm. so when he's sleeping he wakes up so i was like oh, i was so happy like oh my god you, you know i was so happy but later on we decided maybe it's not good for the dog also because it might think that i'm there but i'm not mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i just he just shows me when he's sleeping or when he's walking Apuchan, he would just like send me pictures of him or like the videos of him running and it feels like you know like Motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Maria, who do you miss more? The question now comes in. Is it Jose Wait, or Apuchan? No, no. <laughs> don't lie, girl. Don't even lie. I know your answer. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> All the girls are going to be like, I know what you're going to say, girl, because I would say the same. <laughs> Too true. Too true. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now let's talk. Everything is finally setting settling down, you know. Things are looking a little bit better. People can travel. Let's just put all the positivity out there. You finally okay. come back to the Philippines. What is the first thing you're gonna do? Like are you gonna go out to street food? Are you gonna visit all your friends? Are you gonna have a new man? Like what is the first thing you wanna do when you get back? First thing that I will do, that's, well, oh, ah, that's so hard. What would I do? <laughs> well, actually, I, um, honestly, I really miss the beaches. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Mm. Like, it was, the, all the normal things that I used to do is now that you cannot do this new normal is really different in your life. It's life changing for everyone. But if I were to do something, I would just like grab my beer and head to the beach. <laughs> I love her. I seriously love you. You're like so real. You're like, I'm going to get a couple of bottles of beer and head to the oh, beach. The beach. Because, well, that's how I roll. She's so chill. I don't think people realize this about Maria Ozawa. They think, oh, she's like, you know, this, this celebrity. Like she's got all these like things. And it's like, no, girl. Take me to the beach with a beer. I'm good. Okay. Now we got We're discovering you in a different side of you in this episode, you know. And and it's a great part of it. Now, what are the things that people don't know about you? That people will be surprised. I I don't know. It's so hard. Like, sometimes I forget, like, like when you're in business for so long, Mm. sometimes... Sometimes I forget who I am. And mm. then the fans are like, oh, oh, you like this and you like that. And then like like that. And it's like, it's not like it, being a celebrity is like being fake. 
but then sometimes when you have to for example if you if you have different roles mm-hmm. and then if you have to be like this sometimes and you have to like you know be a little bit smarter when you're out mm-hmm. and then like when there's so many things that you have to do sometimes i forget like who's the real me like am i acting right now is this who i was before mm-hmm. mario zawa mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's like i really think of like who am who really am i mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. like the friends and the But then sometimes they're like they kind of remind me that oh it's just like how do I say this like it's it's like it's good to it's good to have different sides like mm-hmm. today you're like this and then next day you're like this it's they're they're the one the fans are the one who always tells me don't worry it's just just be who you want to be and stuff like that and you know it's such the, an interesting way of of viewing it yeah it yeah. does And yeah, it's so refreshing yeah. to hear that, you know, you're honest enough to say that, you know, when you're in the spotlight and when you're a public figure, sometimes you can get lost mm-hmm. or sometimes you have to think and be like, is this really what I like or is yeah, this yeah. what it's like for me because I'm a public figure now? Yeah. That's such an interesting way to, to look at it. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, now that we're on the topic of like random questions, I mean, we're learning a lot from you. You're very wise. Maria, people don't realize that, but you're actually very wise. There's a lot of wisdom there. Are you considering maybe getting a new tattoo? And if so, a new tattoo. Are you looking to get new tattoos? Because you always say you you have stories behind your tattoos. So if ever you were to get one, what would the inspiration be? A new tattoo? Well, if I were to get a new one, I think it would be something connected to the story that I told you before mm-hmm. like the independent and the beauty so mm-hmm. there was something as of now I have nothing in mind but if I do come up with something like I'm the type like I love tattoos so I mean who am I to judge so I'm not gonna be like all oh, those like people with lots of tattoos is not good but then it's like I want each and every tattoo to have like a real meaning like I don't want to just be that person who puts on tattoo because they're in love with their boyfriend like i would never put jose <laughs> in my body like you know it has to be yeah. a historical meaning for me so once i put in uh, once i have something tattooed it takes a long time for me to really go there to the tattoo shop because it's it's so the meaning is so deep for me sometimes it's like it's too deep it's like i don't know if i doing the right stuff <laughs> but yeah well, i like the point though i'm not gonna right put yeah. i'm not gonna put jose's name it's okay we get you though so yeah. don't don't worry we are, you're making sense and it's actually Am really I? refreshing yeah, yeah, yeah. yes okay. Okay, okay don't forget monsters if you have questions at rx931 commented on this facebook live with the hashtag mario that will go all out rico Yeah, she's joining us right now. You know, she's wearing a skull shirt. If you guys could see it, yeah. are you into are you into are you into goth? Are you into skeletons? Is that the vibe um, that you love? No, not at all. But then this brand that's very famous in Japan, it's called Roen. R O E. Their brand design is this kind of skull. Like it's really cute. And then this is the only brand that I would buy if I want to wear something like scully or. Like when I want to kind of be like the fashion, like I love fashion. Like I, I look at myself sometimes as like a Barbie doll. Like I wake up, mm-hmm. 
I decide what I want to wear, and then I could like wear whatever I want. And then there's so many fashion lines that I can't really like. Well, some are like, mm, how do I say it? It's so hard to like keep up with the fashion trend. But then I inside my closet, I have so many varieties like rock star version, the cute skirt version, the mm-hmm. tight leggings version, and like. It's so fun to just wake up and think of like, oh, what can I wear today? Or am I gonna wear a high heel? Or am I gonna wear boots or like flip flops, like hat and everything like that? And I like to think how to like dress myself, like from the night before or something. And then like, see, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna wear this, so it's gonna be like this kind of, this kind of like tension, like you know. You got, that's, we're that's learning, really we're learning, we're okay, sense. I've got another question. Oh, Maria Osawa. This one from from Ace. You know, Maria, when you're a celebrity, when you're a public figure, there are going to be fans that are lovely and loving and kind. Mm-hmm. But there are also going to be people that aren't exactly very nice. That's they're bashing. very negative. They're very, yes. Mm-hmm. So how do you handle bashers? Or how do you handle people that they're are rude. mean, yeah, especially online? How do I deal with bashers? Well, me, mm, I try at first. I was really shocked. Like I was like really sad to even believe that people can really hate you so much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in other words, those people who bashes you and talk like stuff behind your back. They are the one who's the most supportive, I think. Like, they come see your Facebook every day. They check up on you every day. They check up on you every day. That's why they know so much about me. To bash me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I take them as, like, um, popularity. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not popular enough, nobody will even bash you. Like, if you have a set of bashers, that means... I know that I'm still famous. People talks about me, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Like publicity is publicity, good or bad. Mm-hmm. So I always mm-hmm. say like to those bashers, it's like maybe you might hate me so much and bash me daily, but because of you're doing that, you're making me more famous in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. That's true. That makes a lot like, of sense. Yeah. It's like thank you, but yeah, thank it's you. Like, Thank you for hating me so much, which means you love me in a way. Like, maybe it's like the love became too strong, it became hate, right? Like, in mm-hmm. relationships, sometimes love is too strong, it goes to, like, different directions. So, I see bashers like that. Like, maybe they had, like, a strong feeling before and I said something or I did something mm-hmm. that would piss them off. So that's why they went to the different direction and started to hate me but as long as they talk about me i really don't care mm-hmm. like go ahead and talk about me that's how you make <laughs> me popular hey that's and i love, following I my love this mindset yeah. rico it's so good like she literally said they're the ones who are checking up on me every day that is yeah. so true of bastards Maria, you know Maria from the many series. So this is the second time we're interviewing you, and uh, we're discovering so much about you. We're getting to know you so well, especially you know when we talk about your love life, your ice sparkles. When you talk about your relationship, your ice sparkles. Now we're gonna fast forward a little bit, okay? So we fast forward ten years from now. 
Do you see yourself? Ten yeah, 10 years from now. Do you see yourself getting married? Do you see yourself settling down? Having kids? Ten years. Do you see yourself Wait, having that? I'm 34. Mm-hmm. So, I'll be 44. Mm-hmm. I wish I would... Yeah, I, I think I could imagine myself having a family 10 years from now. So, what, what, so you said you're 34. Given the chance, what age would you want to have a family? Hmm. That's a really hard question because I was never really like a family person. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'd rather work. I'd rather go out and like make my own money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I... Well, I have a perfect boyfriend, but... It's not like I I want to like settle right now. Like mm-hmm. I still want to work, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I know even though you get married, you can work. But then I want to have kids too. So mm-hmm. if I have kids, it's gonna hard to work. So it's mm-hmm. right now it's really like the very sensitive line uh-huh. of the age because I know I have to rush. But then the more <laughs> I rush, I want to pressure him also. Uh-huh. But maybe before forty, like. Uh-huh. 30, I don't know. Maybe I'll give myself three or three or four more years. And how many kids would you That's want? Fine. Yeah, how many That's kids? Nice. How many kids would you want? Um, maybe two. One two. each boy and girl. Hey, okay. That is a nice... Uh... <laughs> if, only, if only we could choose. If only we could have <laughs> <laughs> It was a gender. Every, every family would have two kids. <laughs> yeah. Every family would have a boy and a girl. But I love that. Thank you so for all the But you don't want to put that pressure on yourself. And you don't want to put that pressure on your boyfriend as well. And I like what you're trying to say. Because I feel like you're the type. When you become a mom. You want to be 100%. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. on like, your I can't kids, work right? and be a mom. Like, mm. Especially when you're like in Japan. We don't have the made system like you can have but then it's not like a regular thing like in the philippines Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. people can still go out as a mom working and then coming home and then be a mom and a wife Mm -hmm. so that's the good part that i really like about the philippines also because it gives you a chance of doing both but since i was like born and raised here and then in canada there's no like made system also so if you're if you become a mom, you gotta be a mom. You can't do both. Mm-hmm. Unless there's mm-hmm. special reasons that you have to work. But as long as like you have you're in a normal family, you have a husband that's working and you're working with them, like it's like you have to pick one. Only, only one. one. You know, seeing so, and, and knowing your story with, with with the business and being independent. Is there any advice you could give for people out there who's looking for that empowerment that you're doing? Any tips, <laughs> things to avoid, things to do when they want to put up their own business? Avoid. Maybe just, it's really, it's so easy to say just keep your head up. But you really have to stay strong for yourself and then for your friends and family and people around you also. And to be strong, I think you have to um, have uh, English is so hard. Take your time. Take your time. When I actually, when I was young, I started working young, and then I would see so many good and bad of the society and uh, the adult, and then um, 
to stay strong, we have to. Hmm. I you, don't know how to say it. You can say it in Japanese. You can say it in Japanese. We haven't heard you say it in Japanese. No. It would be cute to hear you in Japanese. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, um, how, how do I put this in a good way? Like, you have to go through some rough patches in your life to be strong. Like, mm. you, you, no one's strong from the beginning. Like, mm. you have to, like, like relationship. You have to know how to get hurt to love someone and then when you love someone since you know how that it feels to be hurt you'll try not to hurt that person right mm -hmm. so life mm -hmm. is the same you have to go somewhere deep down and then when you go down the only thing you can do is to rise up mm -hmm. so to be strong and independent you just can't be like oh i'm a strong person i'm independent like people who say that i think they really came from somewhere very deep down mm -hmm. and rise up right yeah yes. Amen. that's so good i can't yeah, I'm, you know you you truly you truly surprised me every no, single time really like truly so Mm. Yeah. Going, yeah. Going. And it's so nice to see somebody yeah. so positive despite all of that. You know? Like it's amazing, Maria, how you view Thanks. life and how you're living your life. So kudos to you. Truly. You're like it's always such a pleasure having you on the show. Because I I'm I mean Maria, you know, hopefully when all of this, you know, is over, we'll have you oh, here live in the studio and uh yeah, and I have fun so, yes. you know with with the different games that we play here which is great to have you oh my god yeah we have we can have them all day we can, she can, yes. so cute. We can have so a nice. episode yes let's do that let's do that yeah you know a lot of now your fans maria are all tuned in your day one fans <laughs> whatnot you have any message for all your fans now all over the world all over the world um Thank you for my the support. I mean, like the love and support that I always get from my fans, like incredible. Like I know that if it wasn't for for them or from them, I wouldn't be standing here doing what I'm doing right now. Like it's all support that they come from them is like really strong, and it makes me as a strong person. And I love you guys so much, and um, I hope that because of this situation we're kind of like you know adjusting to this new normal but when this thing is all over i hope we could see each other with a smile and <laughs> it's so hard Thank you <laughs> all right there you have it ladies and gentlemen maria osawa you know every time we do an interview with her it's always in english that's why i want to hear her like speak japanese carla sorry <laughs> can, can you, can can you say something for us in japanese um, and then tell us what it is after <laughs> There you have it. Maria. I said, um, I, I just said it's Japanese, a simple thank you. And then thank you for inviting me here in the radio station, at uh, the Facebook Live radio. And hope to see you guys again soon. All right. So, Maria. Oh, I love Thanks, Maria.
Thank you. Thank you for granting us this thank awesome you. interview. Thank you for letting us in your home. And thank you for, for sharing with us, you know, the wisdom that you have. The You could be a life coach. You could do everything you want. Really? Yes. You yes. could. You yes. really could. You can be. You really and you will be. And we wish you all, all well there in Japan. And so then, thank you. And we'll see you again. Okay? Yes. Bye, Maria. Bye, Maria. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Maria Osawa. Great lessons of life. I mean, I, I really love this woman. You don't understand. Like, I never thought I would learn so much from a guest, like, every single time. And then she's foreign, pa, diba? And uh. it's just so nice to hear how strong she is and how empowered she is that it empowers you, mm-hmm. you know? It's 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 the journey that she's gone through. She's always open to talk about it. If you have questions yeah. about it, she was always open to entertain the questions. And of course, how to deal with bashers, right? On her end, mm-hmm. it was pretty hilarious. You know, with the different guests that we've had, they will always deal with it in a different way. But Maria does it the Maria way, so which is actually cool. We learned something new today. So yeah. I love that. I, I will remember that. The, remember, bashers check up on you every day. That's so true. <laughs> like, oh my God, bashers are the big fans. That's oh, what it is, but until so. then, monsters, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, you can still share this video with all of your friends, like our Facebook page, and stay tuned because we got a lot more surprises up our sleeves. Rico Robles is working hard to, to get you those people that you want to see via your screen. You know, we got it locked in here. You got to keep it locked in here on the Monster once again. This is Riot Wednesday, so we'll continue with the music. But for Facebook Live, thank you for watching. She is Carla Aguas. Bye, guys. The Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest. Monster RX 93.1.